Schofield here. They call me Scope from Schofield Sports Podcast. And I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Freddy. And I'm and, uh, uh, Freddy. And, and, look at, <laughs> and go for it. We got Jeff. He's a pro. House, we got Jeff. He just went right into it. Jeff, go ahead. You announce yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jeff the 427. <laughs> I'll let you say whatever else you want to say about that, but yeah. Welcome, everyone, to Schofield's Flowers Podcast, Episode 19. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Schofield's Flowers Podcast. I'm Steve Schofield. As you know, they call me Scof. And I'm Chris Fraderigo. People call me Fratty. How you doing, Fratty? I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm having a beer. Uh, I Already? Like, yeah, I deserve it. <laughs> I, got, yeah. uh, I got four hours sleep last night. Went and played. Oh. Uh, went and played hockey. So I usually get home mm-hmm. uh, eleven, eleven thirty ish, and then uh, you know watch some TV, wind down, get you know get to bed twelve thirty one, you know kind of range. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. two o'clock, uh, Gianna wakes up just you know crying hysterically. She has a Aww. bit of a fever, so Aww. just trying to get her calm and comfortable and get her back to sleep. So that took about an hour. Got back to sleep at like three. And then, uh, you know, 6 a.m. rolls around and she's, you know, back up again. So a little tired today, Um, you know, took her to the doctor and, you know, it doesn't seem like it's anything, uh, you know, abnormal, you know, possibly just like a little cold or something that she's fighting off. But um, yeah, made for a a long night with little sleep. So just, uh, you know, leaning into, you know, nice frosty beverage right now. Oh, geez. Now I'm thirsty as ever. I think I'm going to have to go uh, get one myself <laughs> after this. Yeah. So I'm, uh, let's see, you know, uh, what have I been up to? I have been up to getting some more laser to get rid of my name on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> Figure. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm erasing my name off of my arm, which, uh, because it said from the, the, the tattooer, she did a great job everywhere else. You must have went too deep or something on the uh, situation. Uh, but anyway, so doing that. I'm uh, recovering from a fall that I had on my arm right there. Oh. And so I had another bandage there. So I'm like, you know, double bandaged and, uh, but I'm not hung over. So that's good. So my head doesn't hurt, but I so do feel like a get, beer. Uh, because... <laughs> you need to get life alert if you're falling down already. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, that was mm. a, uh, that was a uh, hanging with Nicola. Uh, dancing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think we sent you some pictures that day, you know, I, th- I think so you we were did. Doing I... A bunch of, yeah, <laughs> we were doing a bunch of branding and uh, we were excited. And uh, yeah, I, I, I have to tell you, you know, I'm going to be having to, for the Christmas uh, gifts. I'm going to be selling. Uh, we're coming out with the um, smoking jacket. That's right. That's right. That's going to be a, a must have. Uh, I think for, for anyone. For Christmas? Really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to sell those. We're gonna to have to sell those off because I mean that's gonna be it's gonna the colors are beautiful like a like a blue like a black and blue just black and blue flowers and then we're gonna have the shag collar and we're gonna put the name right here where nice. I'm I'm taking my name off to put it on right <laughs> I'm taking my name off to put it on the freaking sleeve but oh, we thought man. that would be cool on the sleeve because it would say Schofield yeah right something different yeah. then we're gonna put the shag tag in the back with the hanging area or not in the back. We're going to put it on the very back on the outside back above yeah. the uh, shoulder. So you can hang. So, uh, you know, it's a cold. We're excited about that. She's terrific to work with. I, I can't even begin to tell you, she's just a blast. Uh, and she knows social, as you know, and yep. uh, yeah. So, that's so, awesome. uh, but other than that, uh, yeah. And uh, I just got off the phone with a hockey buddy of mine. Manor. He's a he's an well plant. His last name. He's an agent for Joe Pavelski, and he oh, helped cool. Stefan out. He was an agent for him, and so uh, talked to him. And I just found out that Bill Zito, the uh, uh, who is the assistant GM in um, oh, in uh, Ohio or Columbus mm-hmm. uh, Blue Jackets, just became the GM at uh, with the Panthers. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm going to write him up and see if we can do some advertising for him because uh, you know they probably need help getting fans into the seats in Florida. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, another one would be a, a good reach out is uh, the Coyotes. I don't know if you've been following along with what's been going on there. No. Um, I guess it, the this they just got, I think they're the first NHL team with, a, I think, a minor, minority as an owner. It could maybe only be the first uh, Latino owner. I'm not exactly okay. sure. Okay. but yep. So they have a, a Latino owner, owner now. Wow. And uh, so they kind of, you know, with all the things going on, made a, you know, an, a pledge to diversity and, and all that. And then um, their fourth over fourth round pick ends up being uh, a kid who most, I think they said about half the league had crossed off their list because when he was 14, he was uh, harassing a, uh, a kid with uh, mental uh, disabilities was also black used you know terrible language they make it made him eat a lollipop that they put in a urinal and uh, was actually like convicted of um, some crimes on it and other than his court-ordered apology letter never reached out to the family directly to apologize the only thing that he had done was you know sent a letter to all the NHL teams saying you know uh, with an apology letter uh, essentially trying to save his skin so he could get drafted mm-hmm mm-hmm so uh, there's a lot of uh, backlash going on with, with all that. So could be another good one to, uh, to add to the list to reach out to as far as doing some uh, uh, good PR for. Oh, no, that's, that sounds good. Yeah, so I'll take a look at that because, um, I mean, for me, it's like uh, I just look at it as uh, opportunities. It's an area yeah. that we know, and uh, why not reach out to folks, right? Yeah, and, and I mean, I, I like to be, you know, come from the side of, you know what, he did that, but I don't know all the facts, so I, don't, I can't take a stance on it yet, you know, kind mm -hmm. of a thing. Like, mm -hmm. if it is what it says it is, you know, obviously, you know, here's an opportunity for him and for the Coyotes to set the example. Um, if it's maybe not exactly as it's being portrayed in the media, well, here's your chance to tell your side of the story. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. so either way, it's an opportunity um, you know, kind of like sales where it's like, you know, a uh, uh, rebuttal, someone saying no is just an opportunity for you to learn more, understand more and reposition to, to, uh, what could make sense for them. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. So, um, well, that's great. So, uh, what up, who do we got here for, our, I think we've got, a uh, a, a, a second rounder, I'll say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, second, second time, time guest. Yeah, yep. and uh, I know you, you're, you know, you're putting some uh, laser on your skin. You got some uh, bandages over there. Maybe you could use some uh, some of the products that uh, he endorses. But uh, we got Chef Jeff, the 420 Chef. Chef. Uh, yeah, back on for. Uh, oh my God. I guess I, his I, third I, appearance, actually. Yeah, and I I absolutely love him. You know, he's. Um, He's absolutely, I think his show did really well. We had, uh, we had that shoot at my kid's house. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, I'm super excited for him. He's, he, you couldn't get, you couldn't get a better guy, you know? Such a nice guy. So knowledgeable. You know, I, I think we talked about on there for myself, like I'm not a, a cannabis user. So it was very inf informational on what the differences are between CBD and THC and what each yeah. of them do um and just a, a chance for people to kind of get some facts yeah yeah i mean I, I and he started by helping out a friend with uh, yep. that had cancer so i think that uh, for those of you who want to listen to a really fantastic show not only about what i mean cannabis is a pretty open thing right now you can you know you can even travel i think that at the airport they won't even stop you for unless you're bringing on pounds <laughs> Unless you're Scotty, downtown yeah. Scotty Brown suitcase back in the day, right? Oh but, man, and that was a good that was a good episode. But I guess you know, right now it's like whatever. It's like if you smoke a little weed, great. You don't, I do, but uh, uh, puts me in my happy mood and I get creative and thinking. But uh, I do know people that have had accidents and use the CBD, and and mm -hmm. Jeff is all about the CBD and also just this and. Uh, and what it can do for you and how it clears your mind. And I'm, I'm excited to have him on board again. So people are going to learn a lot from this guy. Absolutely. So, Let's kick so, it over yeah. to him. No, no, it's just great to have you back on, dude. I mean, it like, it's probably been a, a, about a year and a half, right? Yeah. 
Uh, it's crazy how fast time flies, but I can't believe it. We've, I cannot believe we've been in COVID for like almost eight months now. I know. I know. It's crazy. I, mean, I was crazy. Crazy. I was just going to say, mean, I, just, I haven't, I haven't been to my office since the third week of March. We had a, I, I work, um, Jeff, I don't know if you know, I work for Live Nation. So I work at a music venue and we had a concert for like March 14th, little metal band. They're all saying, we're coming, we're playing, you know, fuck COVID, you know, type thing. Like we'll play whether they let us or not. Yeah. And our whole thing was we're not canceling unless bands do, at, you know, at the time. So we were ready to go, ready to go. And then that's, you know, when everything kind of shut down like that morning, it was like, okay. So then the next week we kind of just went into work like we normally would. And then by Wednesday, I was on a Zoom call with like counterparts from across the U.S. and everyone's at home in their pajamas. And I'm the only one in the office. I'm like, are we supposed to supposed to be here? And they're like, nah, just start working from home. We'll figure this out. And then, you know, California obviously did their uh, two week, you know, shutdown. And I like literally didn't bring anything from the office. I don't have my mouse to my laptop. So I've been using like the trackpad this whole time. And then I start thinking back and I'm like, I haven't seen anyone in person from my office, you know, in like eight months. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I was supposed to speak in Chicago at the um, New England food show on the 22nd of March. And they were going gung ho, gung ho. We're not, we're going to have this. You know, we're not canceling. You know, we're all doing great. No problem. Literally three days before the event, before I was supposed to fly out there, boom, they canceled. You know, oh. and that's pretty much it. I mean, and that's when we knew, like, all right, things are, are not going to be back to normal for quite a while, I think. Yeah, I had, I had, sun, I had South by Southwest. I was driving my, um, my van, my, um, a VW van again on there. I was going to auction. I was going to have a party at a flower, Charlotte's flower shop. We're doing a hoedown in the back. Yeah. And then I, I was going to have the auctioneer, the cowboy auctioneers auction off the uh, van for ch uh, children's charity. Mm -hmm. They were going to buy the, the van for 7,500 for me and anything above and beyond. It was going to go to charity. And it was awesome. I mean, it was really, and then all of a sudden dead, you know, yeah. so such a bummer, such a bummer, but you know, we've learned to adjust. I, I have to say that, I mean, we wouldn't be talking now. So Zoom is great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and I'll tell you, if you were smart back in March, you know, and you got into the market back in March, you're flying high right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just imagine if you had yeah, a Zoom in March. <laughs> yeah. That stock has taken. Unfortunately, off. I wasn't smart enough. But yeah. anyways, yeah. yeah it's like we all were. It's like, well, how much is $169 a share? Oh. Yeah, you know, it's like 400 or something. It's crazy. I feel like I bought all my stocks, you know, in February and March. And then by April, I had to like, well, I'm going to hold on to this one for the long term and double down and buy some more and hedge my bets. And now I feel like I'm just now breaking even from it. But I mean, I heard some good, good ones, like you're saying, like Zoom and uh, like the S&P index was a really good one that I, I jumped on. I think Mike Cuban talked about that one. Sunrun's another big one that's taken off big time, uh, you know, from then. And, you know, there's Which one? Sunrun is called. Um, and, you know, if you guys are interested in cannabis okay. stocks, there's a stock called um, Grogen, which is a growth generation, which is basically the Home Depot for uh, cannabis uh, cultivators, whether it's, you know, a commercial or individual. And their stock has just been skyrocketing. And to have a stock in the cannabis space really do well um, is pretty amazing. But, you know, they had been like, I think pre-pandemic, I'm going to say they were like four or five or something. And now they're at like 15. I mean, I can tell you right now today, um, uh, just where they're at. Let me just see something here. Yeah, I, just, I pulled it up and they were under, on April 6th, they were at 316 a share. Yeah. And now they're, they uh, peaked in middle of August at 22 bucks, but they're still at 15.95. So and that's a great um, stock, you know, because they don't touch the plant. So, um, and their sales have been off the charts, um, you know, like I think for the last five quarters. So that's not even just because of COVID. You know, they own like 27 shops, 20, full disclosure, I own the stock. <laughs> they own, <laughs> they own uh, 27 um, stores and um, there's a lot more on the horizon for them. But I mean, these guys are literally the Home Depot of the cannabis industry. You know, and they're definitely, you know, going to um, uh, obviously going head to head with guys like Home Depot. And I think um, 
I think it's called Scott is another one, you know, which is obviously much more expensive, but, you know, it's a more of a nutrient play uh, in the cannabis space. But, you know, there's, there's some plays that have been really incredible. You know, and if you look at some of these stocks, you know, back in March, you know, that just tanked because of COVID. Now, all of a sudden they're reaping the benefits, like the rest of the cannabis industry. Um, I think you might start seeing other stocks within the space start to pop as well. That's great to hear. I mean, uh, it's it's really been a wonder drug. I mean, it has been probably for years. I've always enjoyed smoking a good joint and it makes me happy and I get a lot more creative. But now that it's helping, I had a friend of mine that was in a very, very bad motorcycle accident and he lives off of the CBD and he just know how I'd stay alive, to be honest with you, because he was really broken up. So there's so many different great uh, attributes to it and everything. I mean, it's so good to have you on the show again. I've had so much fun when we were shooting our piece with, uh, you know, Quaz yeah. and everything, who said to say hi. And uh, I remember you, uh, you know, yelling over to you, hey, how much oil do I put on this meat here? I'm going to try a little bit of it, right? <laughs> I put too much. <laughs> at home, I was like, felt like I was just sailing through the, <laughs> the road. It was so good. I'm laughing. She goes, what are you laughing about? I says, I think I finally got hit by the, uh, by the chef's oils. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, great. And that was, that was, you know, when we were just doing can of butter and can of oil, you know, right. we, I have uh, come up with a really cool new product, which um, makes it really simple and easy now to dose your uh, cannabis and to cook with cannabis. It's called culinary cannabis. And basically what that is, is uh, cannabis that I've been able to remove all the compounds responsible for the odor and taste of the weed. Um, just like, you know, I have always been doing, except this time I've made the actual flower edible. So when you eat it, uh, it can taste like oregano, rosemary, cinnamon. As a matter of fact, this is our cinnamon mon. And if you look inside it, I'll just show you real quick. Yeah. So that is 100% weed. Wow. There's no cinnamon in here. There's no cinnamon oil in here, yet it smells and tastes exactly like cinnamon. It is edible and it kicks in in 20 to 30 minutes. So it's a really fast acting edible. It's actual flour. There's no concentrate in it. It's it's 100% can ground up cannabis flour that tastes like your most familiar herbs and you use it the same way. So if I have oatmeal in the morning, I just sprinkle some sugar and some of that cinnamon mon in it and I've got you know, brown sugar, cinnamon, oatmeal, right? Um, or, you know, we've got no oregano, which tastes like an oregano. Just sprinkle it on your pizza or put it in a pasta sauce. We have rosemary jane, so you can make pan-roasted rosemary jane potatoes, which tastes like pan-roasted rosemary potatoes, but the rosemary flavor is coming from the cannabis, not from the rosemary, because there's no rosemary in it. So, you know, and it has no additives. Like, so there's, there's no rosemary in the rosemary jane, there's no rosemary oil. It's just a process that I invented through molecular gastronomy, which basically allows me to take the plant down to its molecular structure where it's just the cellulose of the plant and the trichome, then I can perforate the cellulose of the plant to make it absorb into odor and taste. And then if I put a little satchel of, um, of uh, clove or a little satchel of cinnamon sticks or a little satchel of oregano in one side of my machine, and I put um, the cannabis on the other side of the machine, I close it up and within 24 hours, that cannabis has absorbed the odor and flavor of the cannabis, uh, of, the, of the herb I put next to it. That was a lot of big words and I think they went all over Scof's head, but I think what, <laughs> what I'm reading off of his face is he's ready to make like French toast, uh, yeah. rosemary chicken. I think Scof's like yes. ready, to, ready to cook now. So, how, so when you do sprinkle it like in the morning on the cereal and everything on your oatmeal, which I just had, and I have to get some of this from you. I mean, it just makes you a little happier, right? Super. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, right now it's measuring at a 20 milligrams a teaspoon. Okay. So maybe packaging in little two and a half, five and 10 milligram packs. So uh -huh. or this will come with a little wooden spoon that looks like this. Uh-huh. Right. So a quarter teaspoon is five milligrams. So you just yep. have to sprinkle a little quarter teaspoon in your oatmeal and you get a really nice buzz from it. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, and then work and they buy it right off your website. Uh, no, well, you'll be able to buy the CBD version called Scarborough Fair. Right. That's, this is our Scarborough Fair packaging, right? So you'll be well, able to buy the CBD version off of our website soon, um, which is hemp that tastes like those herbs or spices. But on the other side of it, the cannabis, the culinary cannabis free leaf will be able to be purchased in just hopefully by the end of the year. 
Wow. Well, now what if we had a private pop-up, like a private party? Could you sell the cannabis at a get together with us? I, I wouldn't sell it, but we would, we could have a dinner party and stuff like that. And we can okay. explore it and have fun with it, you know, because we're legal now. So we can't really sell unless it's legal, but right. you know, the dinner parties are, are pretty, you know, you pay for the product and then I use your product to cook with it. So it's pretty simple, you know, right. or, or in this case, you would give me your herb. I would put it through my process, create whatever, culinary cannabis I need with it and then bring it back to you. So, you know, right now it's so complicated to the point where I can't sell this and I can't sell anything I make with it. But if you give me the herb and then I create the culinary cannabis with your herb and then I use it in a recipe for you for a dinner party or whatnot, then I could do it that way. Jeff, you mentioned a, a few times now, like CBD and then the you know THC and stuff. Um, someone like myself who actually has never you know, partake in any of it, but I've been hearing a lot more on like the CBD side for like, like Scope was saying for, re, you know, like muscle aches and stuff like that. Even uh, a lot of athletes have been talking about it. What is the difference between like CBD and THC? Fantastic question. So they're both cannabinoids that come from the hemp and or cannabis plant, which are sister plants, right? So the THC really comes from THCA. So initially, in a cannabis plant, there is going to be a lot more THCA than there is CBDA, which is the two main cannabinoids that will be found in cannabis and or hemp. So in a cannabis plant, you'll have a very high percentage of THCA and a low percentage of CBDA. Then you put it through a process called decarbing, or when you're smoking it, you're instantly decarbing or decarboxylating that um, those cannabinoids and carboxylation, decarboxylation means that you're removing the A molecule, so the acid molecule from the THCA to convert it to THC, which is psychoactive on the cannabis side. On the hemp side, there's very little THC, but a lot of, a lot, very little THCA, but um, a much higher percentage of CBDA, right? And again, if you're decarboxylating your hemp product, then you're going to get CBD, which is the non-psychoactive medicinal cannabinoid found in hemp. Um, there's also a bunch of other cannabinoids, but these are the main cannabinoids. So the main cannabinoid associated with cannabis is THC or THCA converted to THC. And the main cannabinoid in hemp is CBDA converted to CBD. So if you, uh, and each one of those main cannabinoids has very specific um, anecdotal evidence that they can help in many different ways. Um, on the non-psychoactive side, so since you asked about CBD, CBD can anecdotally help things like pain and anxiety, et cetera. On the right. other side of it, you know, the THC has more psychoactive effects and is also really great for pain and anxiety and, you know, for alleviating depression and a whole bunch of different things. But again, it's all anecdotal because we, unfortunately, as a country have not studied it the way other countries have. And since, you know, since the United States has not funded those studies, they will not allow us to say that these compounds can truly help people medicinally. Wow. And so the, just to tie it back, the, the one product you just showed, you said that's going to be on the website. That is a CBD version. Yes. Yeah, so the Scarborough Fair, which is, which is this here, this will be on the website and all the same flavors. So we have no oregano, Rosemary Jane, cinnamon Mon. We're starting with those. Those will be 100% hemp and hemp is inherently chock full of CBD. The cool thing about this product is that, you know, the FDA is starting to come out and say that you're not allowed to mix CBD into food products. So in other words, if I wanted to make a CBD infused ketchup, I can't do that legally, huh. right? But I, the same way I can sell hemp seed all day, I can sell hemp flour all day, and hemp flour just happens to be chock full of CBD. So if you want to get your daily amount of CBD, you want to medicate, you know, with CBD, all you have to do is use this flour. It's bio, it's, it's, um, uh, it's ingestible and it's bioavailable to you in a way that uh, ordinary hemp flour would not be. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jeff, can you just so that people understand, like the, for we're starting to get more listeners again and things like that. How did you actually get into the, what you're doing? I mean, were you a regular chef cook, uh, cooking, uh, you yeah. know, like yeah. any other chef? <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> a regular chef. You're still a chef, sir. I started at McDonald's and then uh, just complete pivot. You know, from flipping burgers to uh, you know, four twenty chef. So that was it. No, literally, I was in the fashion industry. I was um, a fashion marketing executive for thirty years in New York City. But wow. I and I was always cooking for friends and family. And I had a few recipes that became really popular. Um, people love my cookies. People love my brownies. You know, anything that I could make, um, you know, that was a sweet they loved. A lot of times people would just like call me up and say, hey, can you send over lasagna? I had a really great spinach lasagna. Anyway, to yeah. flash forward, um, I had um, a family member as well as my best friend's mom, one of my best friend's moms who was diagnosed with um, ovarian uh, stage four ovarian cancer and the family member had uh, brain cancer and they both were wanted to medicate with cannabis but couldn't stand the taste and didn't want to smoke it so they said you know maybe you can make us some edibles and i first tried like everybody else and i you know made a can of butter can of oils like anybody else would in a crock pot and made my recipes and they hated it because it just didn't taste it tasted horrible so i was challenged to remove the taste from my edibles because that was the one barrier holding them back from being able to enjoy a cannabis infused edible. So it took me about a year and a half and I figured out how to make oils and butters that were still potent, but didn't have the odor and taste of weed. So when you were eating your cookies, you didn't taste weed, right? Um, so, you know, when I first invented this tasteless can of oil and can of butter, I had made a batch of cupcakes and thought I totally ruined them because there was no cannabis taste in them. Had a cupcake and all of a sudden, two and a half hours later, I found myself in my pajamas at one o'clock in the morning in the snack aisle of CVS, which is across the street from my apartment. And I'm like, okay. I don't how did I get here? Why am I in my pajamas? And then why am I, what am I supposed to get? Like, why, why am I here, you know? And yeah. then I'm like, holy shit, I figured it out. Like, I just made a really potent edible with, without the taste of weed, you know? So I called my best friend, Brian. I'm like, you're never going to believe this, but I just figured out how to take out the taste, the, the weedy taste, my edibles. He's like, all right, I don't have time for this shit right now, but call my friend Justin over the Daily Beast. He may want to talk to you. So I meet this guy, Justin, for brunch the next day. I bring one of my cupcakes and he said, you know, you have a really compelling story. I might want to write about it. I said, well, before you write about it, taste my cupcake. He said, I can't taste it now, but I'll tell you what. I tried over the weekend, but if I write an article about you, I'll let you know how I like the cupcake in the article. And I was like, all right, well, I got nothing to lose because there were no other people really doing this at the time. And even if it didn't work, you know, I would be like, all right, no one knows who I am, you know, next, you know. And literally a week and a half later, um, the article came out saying, meet the Julia Child of Weed in the Daily Beast. And all of a sudden that catapulted me to this whole new world of cannabis infused edibles. Um, I had all these um, well-known chefs, actually, named chefs that you might know, although I can't say who they are, contact me through Facebook and saying, hey, you know, read the article, you know, on Daily Beast, can you teach me how to do what you're doing? I want to learn how to cook with cannabis. And I was like, well, you know, I'll teach you my light tasting version. I can't teach you my tasteless version because I want to do something with it one day, which I'm doing now. Um, but, you know, I could teach you my light tasting version. And all you got to do is teach me some skills in return. And they said, okay, great, you know, no problem. And we did that. And before I knew it, I became an award-winning cannabis chef. And um, that's pretty much, you know, it's, it was basically a trajectory like that, where just, you know, um, the universe blessed me with something, um, happenstance, you know, came to be, and all of a sudden here I am. Before I knew it, I was writing a cookbook. You know, this is now the 420 Gourmet, which is one of the best-selling cannabis cookbooks on Amazon. Um, we've, we're in our second print and we've sold over 15,000 copies already. Um, wow. it's, my whole mission has been to make the art of cooking with cannabis simple and easy for everyone. So whether it's the cookbook that teaches you how to make a light tasting can of butter and then teach you how to dose properly to our newly launched app, um, which is our THC calculator, which is, you're getting the scoop first on scope on this because we literally just launched it yesterday. So it's a THC calculator <laughs> that allows you to feel, and by the way, this THC calculator has been on my website for the past four years. We've yeah, yeah been, I remember that. Yeah. We got like 20,000 hits on it a month. I was like, well, if we're getting that many hits on it, let's turn it into an app. So the app just went live. Um, you can actually download it, I think, not only through um, the Apple store, but also um, Android, right? Um, as well as you can go to our website and there's a link on our website where you can download that. That'll make, that helps make cooking with cannabis simple and easy now for everyone. So it's all been 
this process. That's how I got into it. And here's how I'm getting to where I am today. That's fantastic. So, so, I mean, you've been staying, I mean, with more people staying home because of COVID and everything else. And, and have, have you gotten, like, have you been able to adjust and you're staying just as busy or, you know, how's it been going right now? Yeah, you know, we've pivoted, you know, uh, we were going to open up Monica's house, which is, uh, you know, the first true cannabis edibles restaurant in West Hollywood. Uh, that's been put on hold because of COVID right now. So waiting to see what we can do there. Um, but since that, since that wasn't happening and, you know, actually Monica's house was going to be the destination point, original destination point for the free leaf product, um, you know, as well as our odorless pre-rolls that, you know, you, we had talked about last time, um, since we can't do it right now at Monica's house, we are now manufacturing in LA so we can get the stuff into dispensaries. Um, before the end of the year. So you should be able to buy our culinary cannabis as well as our odorless pre-rolls in dispensaries before the end of the year. Wow, that's fantastic. And then, so Jared is still handing all your business then for you, your brother? Yeah, is yeah, he still Jared is president of the company. You know, he's been doing this with me for the last nine years, uh, almost 10. Actually, I think we should have a 10-year anniversary party. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe when COVID, it'll probably happen right around when COVID is over because our 10-year anniversary party is actually going to be April 20th. Wow. So, yeah, that's when he started working with me and this is when we really started forming the company. So it's pretty amazing when you think about it. Yeah, and it's only going to get better for you. Yeah. You know, officially, I've been in business since uh, 2014. Um, but I've been working medicinally and, you know, really, you know, developing these types of things, you know, these types of just, you know, cooking with cannabis and getting into it from way before then. Right, right. Interesting. Wow, I just, I just love it. I mean, it's just like, for me, it's... Uh, I've always enjoyed, you know, smoke a little bit of weed and just chilling and everything. So to have it on the food and have a dinner party, we, we sort of had a dinner party when we were cooking, but we never really had you over, you know, when we had, uh, you know, quasi on and everything. But uh, yeah, I just love what everything you have going on. So what else? What uh, some other updates that you have? Yeah, well, we have that. So we have the Scarborough Fair, which is the hemp, which is huge, right? That's coming out in two weeks. We have the Culinary Cannabis Free Leaf, yep. um, as well as our pre-rolls which we've totally redone the packaging this is our lavender this is cool mint and this is clove and they look like blunts uh-huh right you smoke these before scope you know what they're like so yeah, basically, yeah. they taste exactly like a clove cigarette or exactly like a, mint, a menthol cigarette um you know or even lavender um but when you blow out the smoke there's no cannabis odor but there's nothing in it but cannabis flower that just happens to taste like clove or um, cool mint, which is our, our menthol flavor. So again, it's the same sort of a process where we're um, allowing it to, you know, um, absorb the odor and taste profiles of anything we put next to it. That is, you'll, you'll taste that when you pull in the smoke or when you blow out the smoke, there'll be no cannabis odor and it'll taste really great. And you'll never get busted again. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Freddie, what else you got on your list there? Yeah, Jeff, what, um, I guess, you know, last time we talked, you were, you know, you had all the, the odorless and the oils and the butter, you know, any other, you know, kind of new innovations that you've been coming up with for cooking with cannabis? Aside from the, uh, the culinary cannabis that I just shared with you guys, um, I've also come up with something that we're going to launch uh, probably early next year, which is uh, infused baking flour. Huh. I've never done that before. You know, so again, you know, it just, you know, right now, uh, the, um, the, the baking flour that I've developed is 60 milligrams per cup. So if you were to make, let's say, a batch of chocolate chip cookies, and you made 60 cookies, you know, with a couple cups of flour, and you substituted one of those cups with, um, with our, you know, infused baking flour, then you would have 60 milligrams of THC throughout your recipe. Each cookie would be about one milligram THC. Which and, uh... is... Oh, sorry. He likes 10 cookies. <laughs> and there's a, an olive oil as well? Yeah, yeah. We have an olive oil, an olive oil as well that's coming out. Um, first uh, is going to be the CBD. So, you know, uh, you'll, when, when you go to our website in about three weeks, you'll be able to get um, the um, Scarborough Fair line of products, which is going to be Scarborough Fair Culinary Hemp which is the same flavors that I mentioned earlier, no oregano, rosemary, jane, cinnamon, man. And then you'll also be able to get uh, CBD infused olive oil, uh, which is gonna be incredible. 
and then on top of that, you'll be able to get um, uh, the uh, odorless pre-rolls. That's fantastic. Wow, you've been busy. That's, I mean, it's, I, I just love hearing it though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your favorite dish to make everyone asks me that question depends on the day and depends on like you know <laughs> i was really all about my wake and bake breakfast for the longest time i would do all different types of like you know uh variations of eggs and hash browns and you know uh different meats or fake meats and stuff like that it was pretty awesome you know i had to, you know now i just started you know doing more of the savory stuff and you know my um, hazy thai wings has always been a fan favorite and i was really digging uh, um, about a week and a half ago because we did a harvest and we had a lot of leaves a lot of you know um, fan leaves and sugar leaves and you know all these leaves we cut off during the harvest i mixed those with spinach into my lasagna you know and we got a really great spinach lasagna i took my oregano and added it to the sauce and that lasagna was bomb it was incredible because you couldn't taste any of the weed but cannabis leaves have like a peppery type taste that go really well with spinach right so if you make a really great spinach lasagna with those leaves and then you infuse your sauce with the oregano right like i'm gonna say that my serving was probably like 20 milligrams i was in the best place i could have been it was amazing you know, so is um, so you know we we do a lot of fun stuff like that, and then this this morning I came up with a really fun new recipe, which is um, butter toasted French toast. Oh, I was just going to ask you about because <laughs> I was going to say pancakes or you know butter. I mean, perfect. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so this is a new thing that I don't know why it doesn't exist yet, but basically it's crispy buttered French toast, and what that is is I did it on with pumpkin bread, and on one side of the toast it's basically toasted so it's beautiful golden and crispy on one side the other side is hash brown i'm not hash brown the, the other side is french toast so you dip one side in the egg custard so now you have a really nice soft french toast side with a really nice crunchy buttery bottom you put some um some maple syrup on that on there with a little bit of cinnamon it was crazy it was really good i'm gonna I'm, i'll be posting that probably pretty soon um i'm just perfecting my plating on it but it was bomb it was amazing I just, I'm first, right after this call, I'm going to go smoke a joint, then I'm going to go make something to eat, some nice eggs and whatever. There so is way too much food lately. I mean, I was, we were talking about uh, Taco Chronicles the other day, Yeah. and I was like, I just was watching the show and just drooling. It was so good, like all the different foods in there, and I'm like, I can't, I got to stop because all I do is I'm at home, and if I'm at home, I have the convenience of walking to my fridge and you know the there's the COVID nineteen and then there's the Corona nineteen pounds you know so yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah I get that I mean I've been working my ass off not to eat that much but you know I love cooking I love eating so I pick my battles yeah 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 I just got back from a beautiful weekend I rode a, my motorcycle up to uh, Pioneer Town up in the desert there in Yucca Valley nice uh, and there, the the restaurant. Uh, um, uh, Pappy and Harriet's is open now, but you can sit outside and they have all the tables very, you know, far apart, at least six to 10 feet apart. And they, I actually got to listen to a real band play and it was just so nice to get out and have oh, some yeah, great yeah. food and we Ubered, smoked a little weed, had a good time. And it was just so nice to get out and just, we danced. People had, some people were dancing, but they stayed their distance and everybody had their mask on. So everybody was really paying attention. It was really nice to see. So, um, yeah, I just can't wait for everything to lift because I think uh, everybody's going to be ready to go. And I think they're going to be safe for a very long period of time, but um, yeah. which is, yeah, however you choose to live your life, which I think is smart, you know? Yeah, I, th I think it'll be lifting within the next, like, you know, four to six months. You know, we're going through, I think, a crazy time now where people are really starting to get it now, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, people are getting a mild case and surviving it and moving forward. I mean, my, my youngest son uh, lives in Florida. He just had it. And, right. uh, and uh, he's 20 years old in amazing shape with, you know, a great immune system. He just had a high fever for a couple of days, um, aches and pains, you know, he had a slight cough, but after and headaches. And after that, he's been uh, fever free for the last three days and he feels fine, but he's still quarantining. You know, he has to stay in for 14 days now, but at least, yep. you know, he knows and he tested positive. Right. So at least he knows he had it, you yep. know, and, you know, and then he'll, he'll be, you know, okay with it. But you see, it's happening now. Once once we get through this period, I think, and then the vaccine's out for those of us who haven't had it. You know, yep. I think we, I'm going to say we should be back to normal by by April. I would hope. 
Gosh, yeah. that would be great. I, I uh, like I said, I haven't been to the office, so we haven't had any live music. So, you know, if we we have some dates on the schedule, and I think the end of February, early March. So if we can, you know, find that that way to do it and do it right, I mean, the sooner I would say the better. But you know, it it doesn't make sense, you know, to do it and then have do this all over again in 2021. Like, yeah. But, and I had it. I had it. Judy and I both yeah. had. It. So we 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 were like quarantined for probably twenty five days before it came back negative. That's why when we first did this, I wore a mask. I was afraid he would you know send it through on the Zoom. So, uh, but he's good. I don't believe there's really been any solid proof that you can get it again. I know they were talking about that, but you know, I mean, how, we have not been hearing anything about the reinfection rate. You know, so a buddy of mine, just a friend of mine, just said her friend got it again. That and it's second time, and then he's in the hospital. And it was worse than what it was before. But I don't know. You know, I mean, it's like if I was thinking about giving, you know, going and giving my antibodies to, you know, to the to yeah. the city, whatever. Give, you know, infect everybody. No, <laughs> no, no, no. The plasma is a good thing. But the plasma thing, it's good, right? So I just haven't. It's just at, at this time, it's a it's a pandemic, and it's like uh, if if they can, the, the more people that go out and actually um, do the plasma deal, they're going to have more knowledge about it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. So, I mean, I just think that's, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's what needs to happen. You so should I just should... donate your whole body to science right now and let them experiment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm afraid what they have this weekend. <laughs> I'm afraid they'd find way too much. There were way too many beers, and and yeah, that place was a blast. Though the desert, I mean, so many the price. He's trying to get out in the city. I think if it's taught us anything, this pandemic has taught us how to work from home, which is a which you can get a lot done. I love working from home, and then when we have a meeting come up in the future, then we'll we'll rent out a studio and have our our our. Um, you know, production meeting there with the agency or whoever the client we're working with. And then you're on a shoot. And, uh, and I think uh, clients are going to save a lot of money because they realize that they don't have as many people out on the shoot and uh, things just get done better. You know, I think, I think things are, all these companies are, are starting to look when they're downsizing and then rebuilding, they'll be able to right size. Right. Yeah. I have a friend of mine who has a huge company in New York. Um, they're an events company and they only made their money in events and they had to pretty much lay off and furlough all their employees so they could figure out what to do. Now they're rebuilding. And if he had a $15 million business, you know, and now they're rebuilding and they're rebuilding by pivoting and building as they need for the new normal with their staff that's still waiting in the wings. So as things come up, they bring right. them back online, you know, which is the right way to do it. But management, you know, is facing the whole pivot thing. You know, they really have to pivot and really make this work. Yeah, my niece uh, put out a, she's a, she's been a professor in college at the University of Illinois and things. And she just, right before COVID hit, she said, if you're not work, because she has three kids and her company allowed her to work from home, which was great because they're, they're stationed in, the headquarters is in Colorado, in Denver. So it was like, you know what, if you're not able to work from home in the future, mm -hmm. companies will fail because of it. Yeah. yeah. And I think this is forcing people to learn how to work from home. You know, a lot of people thought, oh, working from home is like a vacation. You know, it's really not. You know, I mean, Jared and I um, ha have been lucky enough to, you know, work from home for the majority of our working business life because we didn't have an office. Now, this is our office. I don't know if you can see, but we literally moved into an office here. Um, we have our, we do our shipments over there. There's Jared in the background. Hey, Jared, how you doing? <laughs> Say hi. Oh, that's great. So is that, is that an office in your home or you actually have an office? In an office? And we moved into an office in Van Nuys. Nice. You know, so, you know, All right, let's start the cribs, you know, let's welcome in and, you know, the 420. <laughs> right. Right. That's all you need though. I mean, that's all I need now. If I had like a, I was talking about finding like a garage that I could have as an office, the door base, the bay doors go up and then, we have desks on, that are up against the wall and then they're on wheels. And then when you have a meeting, you just pull your desk in and you have the meeting and then you break, right? I mean, for us, you know, this is a pretty big space for the two of us. And we, we pack all of our packages here. We have, um, you know, uh, fulfillment in the back. We have an a spot for inventory. You know, I mean, you know, we have shelves for all of our, all of our stuff, which is kind of crazy. You know, so our online business is doing really well. You know, we sell a lot of ancillary products through our website. So 
whether it's a cookbook or it's a, whether it's a really cool measured butter stick mold or you know, the Levo machine, which is behind me, or the hack screens that we, you know, that we uh, invented for that Levo machine and stuff. So our business has been really robust, you know, from a, a do-it-yourself perspective because people are doing a lot, a lot more stuff at home, right? Our cookbook sales are way up. You know, the Levo sales are up. The, you know, the everything that's that has to do with the Levo and you know, cooking with cannabis. That's been huge for us. And that's just keeping us alive, really, you know, during COVID. So, you know, whereas we were used to be doing, you know, a lot more large dinner parties, we haven't done any of those. Um, any uh, events that I do are private, um, you know, with friends that I know and trust and for no more than, you know, like 14, I say, you know, I keep our thing at seven couples, 14 people, you know, right. we get access to the kitchen where we actually cook and do everything in there, but no, their guests can't come into the kitchen. They can't mingle with us really right, until right, right. Come outside, you know, and you know, everything is served outdoors. And yep. then I tell people from, you know, a safe distance with mask on, you know, what we're serving and what it is, you know, and, and, and we talk about, you know, percentages and people that are, you know, um, you know, how people want to dose themselves, but, you know, so all these different things coming in, um, allow us to do these smaller dinner parties, but that's not going to keep us afloat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our storage really is keeping us afloat right now. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, hey, listen, I wanted to mention here, we brought on some bright guests who wanted to say hi. Oh, I see. <laughs> Come on, throw your camera on. We want to see that big face of yours. <laughs> or your lovely face. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there, he there he is. The gang's all back together. <laughs> I had to bring back the team, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> How you doing, time. man? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. You know, can't complain. So everything good down there? Yeah, yeah. Things are fantastic. You know, we're just, we're doing what we got to do to stay afloat, you know? Yeah. Yes, I, you know, yeah, it's a whole different world. I, I told, uh, you know, I, I was talking to, we had Quaz on last week mm -hmm. or the week before, and I was telling Quaz that we got to get a dinner party going and then yeah, have you both come out and, and cook together. And, and Quaz, remember what I was telling you about the herbs that, that taste like, uh, about the weed that tastes like herb? Like this is our, this is our, um, yeah, our cinnamon one, right? So look inside, that's weed. Uh -huh. But it tastes Ooh. like cinnamon. I don't know if you can see that or not. And then we also have yeah. the oregano, but I'm going to send you this once it's done. It's not done yet. We're still waiting um, for the final. But this is our uh, hemp packaging for our Scarborough Fair. So I'm going to have to send you some of our oregano to play with, which is hemp that tastes like oregano. Or I'll send you the Rosemary Jane or maybe one of each so you can play with it and let us know what you think. Yeah, I need some of that, man, to put in some of this right here, man. Yeah, just <laughs> get the jerk butter. So you yeah, I gotta put in some of this, man. That'd be awesome. Do you yeah, I bet yeah. the uh, Quaz, I bet the singing tunes will be much, uh, much more flowing that day. <laughs> yeah, be more, yeah, you're right. It'll be more a lot relaxed. You know what I mean? A lot <laughs> Very poetic. You'll have yeah, a true CBD compound butter. <laughs> yeah, that's it was great. Crazy. You know, talking to Quaz last week, he was showing all of different, you know, all his foods that he's been cooking and everything it's just fantastic so yeah. amazing yeah so how are things so when uh, um so when is gonna uh it's gonna open up down there you guys area you guys don't know yet no still on hold that's the crazy thing you know like we have not been able to even get restarted in our building process so you know we have our spot but we can't do anything so we're kind of just in um in limbo. Yeah, it's crazy. I was watching news. I was watching the news this morning. They were saying New York might be shutting back down pretty soon. Yeah, yeah I saw that as well. That's nuts. You really? Know, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that. Because whole place. I, I would hope that people oh, are trying to learn from the yeah. experience. Yeah, they were saying. Yeah, they were saying. Uh, they were saying that they're gonna scale back on the reopening and shut down a lot of places because they got a lot of clusters that's popping up. So they scaling back. So they might be shutting the city back down. Oh, yeah, hopefully, they'll, hopefully people around the country will learn from the whole White House cluster fuck. Oh, uh, you saw that? That's crazy, right? I bet you believe that shit now. Cluster just in the White House. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Man. And he's got the best medical care in the world right now. So, I mean, uh, yeah. And he's getting all of the, I mean, you name it, he's getting every experimental that they have <laughs> out there. They're throwing everything they can at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, it's no big deal. Meanwhile, nobody else has access to it. Hey, you, hey, you, hey, you know, you know what's crazy, right? I had a guy, a buddy of mine, real good dude. And so what he does is he's like, um, he's part like of the gang task force. So he goes to the neighborhoods. You know, he try to get kids off the street and everything. So he had the virus, right? And so that drug that they said that Trump was called, it started with an R. Uh, General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have, to, you have to be on the lottery to get it. And so when he was in the hospital, they wasn't even telling him about his drug. His father had called the hospital and they said, yeah, we got it, but we uh, we out of it. We got to put you on a lottery for the whole country. And that, that's a cocktail that's from Regeneron, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so he got that. He got that. And thank God he got it. He got on the lottery and he got it three days later. And then within two days, he was out of the hospital. But yeah, that shit is crazy. They don't even tell you that treatment's in the hospital, man. They don't tell you all the options. Right. right. Hospital, right. So Trump is one that has, has has all the access, you know, which makes it, oh, you, so he can't be coming out and saying, oh, it's no big deal. I survived it. And I'm 74 and obese. Literally, I mean, he, he's, he has access to things that nobody else has access to that hopefully because of this whole thing, they will have access to. I was just reading a whole article that that cocktail that he got is like $6. Yeah, it is. $6. I mean, exactly. come on. Seriously, you yeah. can't give this to people that are in the hospital dying from it? Come on. Yeah. Hey, and, 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 then, and, and then, you know, another thing, too, is like, they said, oh, yeah, he's taking his vitamin C and zinc. So why they ain't telling ordinary people that? They not tell nobody nothing. They ain't right. telling nobody to build your immune system up. They just telling you, we're going, look, there's a guy, he got his hospital bill for a week was $42,000, man. Wow. Um, I hope the I hope insurance covers all that stuff. Man, it's just crazy, man. It's a game, man. It I mean, really the, the virus is serious. I know people who had it, some people who died from it. But it's just the fact that it's like they just withheld so much information, man. Just like the medicine that Trump getting, it's like they don't even tell you your options in the hospital, man. They just tell you go home or they put you in a ventilator. They don't tell you about all the cocktails that they got, you know, to stop the virus from spreading to your respiratory system. They don't tell people that. Yeah, and that's I think now that people know, you know, that it's available because it's it's public knowledge now that Trump got them. You know, and I'm assuming Trump is going to survive this and come out and be like, yeah, I did it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, um, now that should open up the floodgates of why don't the rest of us have access to this? Yeah, like, exactly. Well, steroids is, we have to have access to. Yeah, steroids yeah. is good for it, for sure. And then I, I, when I was sick, I just went out, I've got steroids and I went out and sat outside and I did a little bit of exercise, even as sick as I was an ache and pain. I got out and sat in the sun and vitamin and, D. And vitamin D, took a shitload of vitamin C, and I just, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, it man. Like three to four, probably three to four days. Judy didn't get, she had a little bit longer, but she lost her taste, her smell. And uh, so, um, but she she got through it. But I mean, now you got to be cautious no matter what, whether I had it or not. I still yeah. have to be cautious because I just don't want to get it again. So yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> Let's pray that, that's pray that reinfection is is rare. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. For us, like, like I thought I had it and I did, but man, I showed you know. For now, it's like I have a ritual. Man, we take our elderberry, we take our vitamin C, we take our black seed oil. I found this immunity. I found this vitamin is good for your immune and respiratory system. We take that. And I just, man, knock on wood and pray every day that I don't catch it, nobody I know catch it. Because like I yeah. say, regardless of the fact, whether you believe it or not, oh. you know, it's here and it ain't going nowhere, man. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Another good one is Manuka honey. Yeah, yep, exactly. What's yep. that? Manuka, what is Manuka that? Honey, it's probably one of the most expensive honeys out there now <laughs> because it has um, anti-microbial uh, characteristics, I guess, or compounds. Yeah, it does. And it's like, I think it's like $40 for a little tiny jar, but it's magical. Huh. I mean, it's yeah, it flu at bay. I think, I think it keeps COVID at bay. You know, it's just really expensive. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been doing uh, uh, C, D, and zinc probably since like this whole thing. You know, so, I mean, it's something that I, I usually took for like a multivitamin, but I went out and bought, yeah. you know, the, 
when when they were available because they were the shelves were just like emptied right out of the gate but once it mm-hmm. was a little more on already available it was like vitamin c vitamin d zinc yeah. um just taking that i go yeah. uh, i take my daughter on like a 30 minute walk every day and then i'd yeah. go for like a 30 minute run later on shirts off yeah. just soaking okay. all that <laughs> soaking all the, the sun rays i could get and and you know just trying to you know, let my body naturally fight anything if I happen to, you know, cross paths with someone who is infected at the time. How much vitamin D right. do you take? Because vitamin D is the one thing where you can get anywhere from two and a half to a thousand milligrams. Yeah, I think mine's a thousand on the yeah. on the actual one that I take. And then I don't know what's in the multi. I'd have to double check. But the one I yeah. bought, and I just picked it up from Trader Joe's when I was shopping and mm-hmm. they had a high dose one. So I was like, okay, because I think I'd gotten one from... I think I found something at Rite Aid once when, again, this is when like things were off the shelves and I just grabbed what I could find and it was like 250. So I was like doubling up on that one. And then I found this one finally on a shelf set a thousand. I was like, okay, I think that should be good enough. Um, but funny enough, my mom got like vitamin D overdose way. Like she was oh, taking man. so much at one point, like this is all way before this, but she just, you know, she's very fair skin so she just on her own absorbs vitamin d at a high rate with her fair skin and you know and all that so she was then adding more vitamin d at a high dose because she was just trying to you know be healthy and next thing you know she's like going to a like a homeopathic doctor and they take some levels of stuff and they're like yeah you're overdosing on vitamin d you might need to scale that one back Oh shit! That's crazy. I never even knew you could do that. But yeah, you can do anything, right? You can overdose on anything. Yeah, too much in, in excess. I wonder what happens when you have too much vitamin D. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, this right here, this right here is the shit, man. You see it? Is it immunity boost? Yeah. This right here, man. And then, and then I take uh, I take my elderberry. And then I take my. This is sixteen hundred milligrams of vitamin C or serving. And then also, you know what's good too? I take uh, we take sea moss, bladder rack, and burdock root. Yeah, sea moss. Okay. That's cool. You got to think about it, right? The sea moss has ninety-two minerals of the hundred and two minerals your body's supposed to have a day. And so when you combine the sea moss, let me see, I got it in a powder form. When you combine the sea moss, the bladder rack, and burdock root, you're getting a hundred two minerals a day. Your body's supposed to get a day. That's wow. Yeah. So yeah. Down in the caption <laughs> below. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's great. Well, I got. Well, do you sell that yourself? Is this a promo? No. no, no. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, it's just my friends out, man. All right. All right. Hey. You know what? That's why we're here. This is. This is our wellness podcast. Yes, exactly. We got to how to stay well by, you know, it's all his fun ingredients and everything. And then Quasi came on with the real shit. And then he yep. together. So uh, if you take too much vitamin D, it builds up calcium in your blood. Yeah. And that will cause right. nausea, vomiting, weakness, and frequent urination. And then later can progress to bone pain and kidney problems so yeah. you, got kidney, you got kidney stones i've had yeah. those. It's something so want to go through yeah no nah, i heard that oh the worst yeah so i just like for me i mean i'm still taking like you know a, a silly little five uh five milligram vitamin d pill yeah, yeah. i wonder if that's good you know I it says look- five thousand is still safe so i think it's like if you take excessive amount for a long period of time that's when it slowly builds and then eventually it's significant whereas if you took five thousand, even though it might be more than you need your body will flush out everything they're so saying i should up my game on the vitamin d maybe <laughs> i'm not a doctor by any means but i recommend it <laughs> I got it too. Yeah, you yeah, gotta send me a text of all that stuff. I will. I will. Hey, yeah. and, and then, but see, but see, I'm gonna tell you something. Well, a lot of people know, like our bodies is two stages, right? It's alkaline and acidic, right? And mm-hmm. so, the more acidic your body is, the more sickness you have. So, diseases can't live in an alkaline state. So, it's important to like, you know, try to like alkaline water. Like us, like that's all we drink is alkaline water. And yep. so we, and then so the lowest pH is 7.0, but we drink the 9.5. We drink the yeah. I might got some of that. Oh, yeah, I got look. 
I got my my wife on on alkaline water because she has really bad acid reflex. And so she she would be drinking water because her stomach was upset trying to like, oh, if I drink water, that'll help. Not realizing most water is under seven. Yeah, 7.0. So like out of your, you know, people drink out of their faucets or whatever, even your your tap water out of the fridge, if it's filtered, it's, it's not going to be, you know, at least neutral, it's going to be acidic. And then most bottled waters, if it doesn't Mm. specifically say alkaline, it's Mm. not going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be acidic. So you you may as well drink a soda at that point. Yeah, exactly. Um, It it makes sense. I mean, especially considering our bodies are like almost 90% water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the alkaline water, yeah, the alkaline water is, is, I'm saying that the alkaline is, man, you'd be surprised. And then, and then you know, the difference, you know how, like, when you be so thirsty and, like, you grab a regular bottle of water, you just down it. When you have alkaline water, like, like two or three sips or quench your thirst, you can tell the difference right away. Really? I'm going yeah, to pick that up. Yeah, because yesterday I got home and I had a beer. I was so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still, I'm still on the game that says alcohol you know beer spirits if alcohol kills uh you know kills it on the hard surfaces if you just drink you know high proof whiskey or vodka i'm sure it gets you from the inside <laughs> yeah maybe she should have said that should have said, said that instead of injecting uh lysol into your veins. <laughs> yeah right I'm, I'm, I'm drinking bleach right yeah. <laughs> well, hey guys, I wanted to tell you we like to try to keep this in an hour and everything, and uh, I just uh, you know it's been great seeing you guys again. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, great, great seeing you, Quaz. Like it was a you nice, too, yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. If you want to tell everybody your website, so everybody you know, so we have it, we'll put it up on the on the back page too. Sure, it's at Jeff to four twenty chef dot com. Okay. Um, you know, and. Uh, you can pretty much get links to everything else that we're doing through jeff420chef.com. If you want to go to Instagram and see all the fun stuff we do, it's jeff420chef, you know, and um, yeah, you know, it's just a lot of fun stuff coming out now. And the calculator is the THC calculator on uh, the Apple and Android uh, platform. That's that's fantastic. And Quaz, you can throw yours out there. <laughs> oh, it's Quaz and Cook at uh, uh, gmail.com or Quaz and Cook dot uh, com. Our website is K. I mean Quaz and Cook. Sorry, K W A Z K A N Cook. And then it's Chef Quaz underscore on all social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's great. That's great. I'm really happy you both jumped. Um, Quaz, thanks for jumping on. I was excited to get you guys together and just say hi we had such a fun time and anybody wants to even check that episode out we'll put it out there too because it was a we, yep. we had a good time that's fun yeah you know, it was fun. definitely gotta do it again you know quaz and i chat once in a while you know that yeah. we're finally going to do it again so we definitely have to do it again yeah exactly the minute the covid lifts i'm telling you <laughs> going back to it you know we worked with we've been, doing our, we've been doing the scope we did started the scofield's flowers um uh social club and that was really going great and uh there are places I know that we could rent out now. We were doing over at Mike's uh, place over at Lunetta all day, which is fantastic. And I want to continue with doing it there. But there's also other places that we can wind up doing some stuff. We can rent out a kitchen and just have a big group and have outdoor area where people still feel like they need some space and things like that. So um, I, I swear, if I was going to open up a actually gas station was, I'd make that where you'd, can pick up your foods and you could maybe a few seats in there but then i take the whole outside area and put flowers around it and make a beautiful uh, outdoor area because th- then then you can stay in business right because it's all outside exactly so, yeah especially yeah. in la of course the 100 degree weather isn't helping uh, you know businesses and that it's like if it isn't one thing it's another thing so but um anyways guys thanks so much for uh, you know joining today Wow, Scoff, uh, again, I mean, that was that was a good one. I mean, such a professional, yeah. but um, just so so much good knowledge and, and, you know, passion behind what he does to to be able to share with our, our viewers here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just blown away every time I talk to him. And uh, he's got a lot of things uh, that are going and it's only going to open up for him, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like, you know, despite everything going on, he's still still going strong. Um, mm-hmm. obviously with the, uh, the app that they got out 
um, mm -hmm. you know, helping, helping people uh, do things, you know, smart and, and mm -hmm. responsible. So mm -hmm. um, really cool to, to hear that he's, you know, not, not even really necessarily pivoting during these times, but able to uh, just kind of stay strong. You know, the dinner parties he can't do like he did before, but um, he's, you know, pun intended, he's got his hands in multiple cookie jars. Right. I just got these actually. I'm excited to try them. Not from him, <laughs> but from somebody else. <laughs> and nice. I got to remember, I had him sitting on the counter the other day. I got to remember like, oh my God, the grandkids are coming over. I better, everybody would be like, oh, these are so good. <laughs> <laughs> Kids would kill me. That so, would be bad. Uh, yeah. But anyways, all right. Well, listen, uh, great show. Yeah. Uh, for those out there, please take a listen. Uh, listen in your car. Take the time while you're working and listening. Uh, we've got some good people on the show, and uh, we hope you enjoy the show. Yeah. And real quick, Scope, I, I know uh, I've done some leather stuff for us before, but um, you know, with some newfound uh, time. I've been doing a little more, trying to get uh, you know better at it. So if any of our viewers would like a oh wow, uh, look at that, you know, little uh, uh, card holder. Uh, I got about four cards in here. I think with some little wear, you could probably get a fifth or a sixth in there. And then I got some cash, mm -hmm. but you know, real, you know, simple card holder. Um, if there are viewers, I'll put the Schofield stamp on it. And so um, anyone that wants one, just uh, hit us a DM, um, let us know and I'll get your address and, and mail one out. Or you can hit me up directly uh, on Instagram at really underscore rad. Obviously, all of our links are, are in the bio. So uh, just let us know. I'd like to uh, make one for you guys. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. I love it, Freddy. Yeah, that's a, and then that's a nice size. Because yeah. I so often don't want a big wallet in my pocket. Right. I just, I only use three cards. That, that's all and I then, have. And a lot of times, I mean, it's still hot out. So I'm wearing shorts a lot. Yep. And so I don't want to, you know, a big bulky, you know, I wear, uh, you know, the, the size seven inch short, you know, show yep. off the thighs a little, yep. Yep. um, and anything bigger just gets too bulky with, uh, you know, these hockey legs. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, something small like this, I can throw in my front pocket. Even, um, I carry a fanny pack around too. I just throw it in there and, um, just makes it really easy to get around. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Well then, uh, for those out there, please reach out to us and uh, we'll definitely get you uh, some of our products. Absolutely. Hopefully, you know, we're going to start up the product again on our site and, uh, and I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you next week, buddy. Sounds good. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Freddie. Thanks. Everybody. Bye guys. Charge. All right, I'm ready. <laughs> why, why are you after you yawn all of a sudden? Um, hey, Freddie, what's up? Hey, oh no, wait. Hey, blooper, blooper, blooper. Hey, everyone. Now what? Uh, you know.